This is a T-Rex Productions podcast. Welcome to What's Wrong With Us, hosted by Jared and Rachel, the most random podcast ever. Are you ready? Seriously, are you ready? (laughs) Things are about to get very turbulent in three, two, one. Let's do it. Hello. Welcome back. To what's wrong with us with Jared and Rachel. Oh, why do you have to say that all fancy? Someone has to be fancy in I, this marriage. Okay, let's try this again. Uh, everybody, welcome back to what's wrong with us with Jared. Rachel, what's up? Well, now, now that's not fancy. That's completely different. So do I get the, do, can I get another redo? Like a third redo or whatever? Sure. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to what's wrong with us with Jared. And Rachel. See, I like mine. Mine was like a steamboat. Because mm. you steamroll all my ideas. That's why. Boom. That's right. I do. Mic drop. Don't drop it, though. It's so loud when you do that. I know. Don't don't kick the equipment either when you're recording. Don't drop that. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, don't drop that. So we're doing the season of The Mermaid. Which is season two. Episode numero uno, uno for Espanol speakers, which is not me. It's number one. Yes. Um, It's not named Season of the Mermaid for any exciting reason other than we thought we would be like mermaids on this season. Like gone? Not real? No, beautiful with long, luxurious hair, wearing a bikini top, swimming in the ocean. Under the sea. No one wants to see me in a bikini. Under the sea. With long hair. Combing my hair with a fork. Or a dinglehopper? It's a dinglehopper. Anyhow. Anyhow, no, we thought it would kind of be a mythical season. We didn't know what was going to happen in our personal life to allow us to expand in our professional life. But we're here. Season of the Mermaid. Season yes. two. Yeah, we're, I'm we're so here. excited. So it's happening. It's happening. We have a lot of fun activities planned for this season. We've actually recorded this episode three times. Three times. Uh, the first time it was an hour and a half long. Yes, it was. And no one wants to listen to us talk for that long at one time. No, we got to the point where we we got done recording. We wrapped it up. We had two episodes off of it. We went to bed. Yes. I woke up and the first thing I said to you was, I don't think that's a very good idea. No, we shared a lot of information that we're like, yeah, you know what? Maybe we just had to get that off our chest. And we said, let's record, um, let's, let's start over. Let's record a new episode. So play that thing I want you to play. What? what, what? Hey, Mr. DJ. I will play that. Here we go. Life tosses various situations in your way constantly. Not everyone knows how to handle every situation and sometimes they fail. Don't give up. Rise from the ashes and fight hard for yourself. This is Rachel's story. So uh, I got to tell this story because Jared gets pretty emotional telling it. Emotional in what sense? Yeah, I think you. Ex- I think you experience every emotion. All at once, too. Yes, and you're right. It's like the I rainbow do. of emotions just hits you like Skittles flying out of the bag. I can taste, taste the rainbow. Oh yeah! Oh, that's Monster Man, Randy Savage. I'm sorry about that. Go ahead. No, but um, we went through a lot in the last. Almost two years. Um, We basically had a situation where we almost lost our children. Yep. And I say our children because in the end, 
uh, I got named the joint managing conservator of our children when your ex-wife relinquished her parental rights. That sums up the first two episodes that we recorded. <laughs> the nice way. Um, so we almost lost our children. I was accused of abuse and um, you were ab- accused of neglect to my abuse. Yes. And then we went to court and our attorney who like she is the bomb.com dot com she is seriously one of the toughest women i've ever met i respect her for that and i'm pretty tough and my mom's tough and like long line of tough women and this lady did not back down and she is like you guys don't have anything so we're not giving it to you so to kind of make it short jared's always had primary custodial rights over his children she wanted more time she said but it we really believe it was about money yeah and because this all started when we said, hey, you know, at some point you got to pay for these kids. So anyhow, uh, we went to court. Our attorney said, you don't have anything. We're not backing down. See you at trial. That's exactly what she said. I just talked to her about it yesterday. Oh, I see. She didn't give me those details. out. There. Oh, yeah. No, she was yeah. savage. She was so savage. And uh, I guess your ex-wife got really mad about it and. Um, she supposedly, we can't say she for sure did it. Allegedly. Yes, because she hasn't admitted it. But the children say she punched our middle child. Yep. Knuckle prints with her ring mark on it. Yes. And uh, I never wear my wedding ring, so I know it wasn't me. No offense. I just, kids washing dishes, no need. You don't love me. That's what it is. So for about 20 months, we fought through this stuff, and a judge ended up getting recused. Jared's biological mother. Mother, mother, mother. Not mom. Biological mom. There's a big difference in those words. Uh, decided to partake on your ex-wife's side. She wrote an eight-page letter about how awful we are. She accused me of horrible, untrue things. I had to hire an attorney at my family's urging because my family's adopted Jared. Like, Jared is their child, which is weird. It's like, we're siblings. You're my sister. I married my sister? Ew, gross. No, but seriously, so uh, they urged us to do that. And I had to send a cease and desist to my in-laws, threatened to sue them if they didn't stop saying all the negative comments. Your mom had to retract the statements. And the most magical moment of the entire court case was getting the phone call from my stepmom saying that your mom called her to retract the statement. You know what they say. If you play stupid games... You get stupid prizes. Also, loose lips sink ships. Yes, yes. So the the shorter version of this is after that, we came to an agreement. She got CPS called on her again by a psychologist. The psychologist found the ki- that the children had indeed been abused by their mother. Our middle child who was punched had PTSD from his childhood trauma and abuse from her. Yep. And I think, truthfully, at the end of all of this, every single one of us has some form of PTSD from her. We do. She. It was insane. It was the craziest 20 months of my life. It ended up with the police, CPS, your biological parents being nutbags, my parents standing by us, and our attorneys never backing down because they knew they were right. No, when the dust settled and when the gloves were taken off, the the best thing was done for the children. And I, I truly believe the relinquishment of her rights was the best thing for those children. Because ne- she wouldn't go and get psychological help. I agree. She, it's uh, never the best you know, thing to lose your parent. But if she can't go get help to make herself stop being abusive to the kids. Nothing you can do about that. And those, those, are, those are my babies. Those are soon. 
to be my adoptive baby. Soon to be adopted. So we went through a 20-month battle that was, let's do the best thing for the children, do the best thing for children. But there was a different whole thing. And you know what? I'm going to speak for Rachel for a second. Rachel is currently writing a book. It will be released soon. And on Amazon. It's going to go straight to Amazon. Straight to Amazon. We're not playing these little side games. So I'm not going to try and pick up a publisher. I have no, we T-Rex, have T-Rex Productions. T-Rex Productions T-Rex. takes care of us. They take they take great care of us. So they've offered to put my book under their umbrella, which is a really cool situation. Yeah. I, I'm I'm excited about it because I was there. But I also have my book out on Amazon now. And I'll talk about that later in the episode. But to to make this this long story so short, in the very beginning, our attorney told us that she will either confess to what she did or she will lose her children. She never confessed. She decided to leave her children before the courts took them. And there's a quote from the Bible and not saying that I'm super religious or that you should be. It's just kind of something that I lean to at my point of weakness. And it's in the end, liars will be silenced. But truthfully, Jared, this would make one sick Lifetime movie. Yes. Once you read the book, experience it as a movie. I mean, if there's someone listening, I think Ryan Reynolds is probably listening right now. He's always listening. He cares about us, Jared. I know he does. Ryan. And his wife is so pretty. And I I, I don't really care about his wife. That that sounded bad. But Ryan, thanks for listening, man. We appreciate it very much. Our (laughs) number number one listener. Awesome. Um. No, but it's it's going to be a crazy story. Maybe maybe Ryan can play you. <gasps> Ooh, but I want, I want Chris Pratt. But I want like Chris Pratt to be Star Lord playing me. I want Star Lord to go through what I went through. Is that possible? I mean, I mean, why not have fun with it? Make it like Guardians of the Galaxy three and a half because three is being filmed pretty soon. No, thank you. We'll just go by my book. Gosh, Real events whatever. that happened. <sighs> this is based on a true story starring Star Lord. No, no. Who would play me? Who would play you? Um, brown hair, brown eyes. It would have to be Gamora. I was Star Lord s- and Gamora. I was gonna say this. Uh, this is weird, but Anna Ferris as a brunette. Doesn't she have brown eyes? Wasn't she married to him? Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. I don't know. That would be really weird because they're not married anymore. Yeah, I was like, uh, I'll, that's I'll, why you I'll, should I'll, stick I'll, to Ryan Reynolds. Okay, fine, Ryan Reynolds. Tom Hanks. Ooh, Tom Hanks playing me. Yeah. I, I like Tom Hanks. We watched a lot of Tom Hanks movies lately, too. I know. We read about him with the coronavirus, and I guess it got stuck in our head. We watched Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. And then uh, Castaway. Castaway. Our kids watched it yeah. with us for the first Castaway, time. Castaway, we said, yeah, you can watch Castaway. It's fine. And um, Not based on a true story. Wilson! And the kids were like, why is that so sad? Because, you know, they're children, and they don't fully comprehend. That was his only friend. That was his only friend stuck on an island for four years. Yes. That's crazy. I can't, I, I can't, I can't I, even handle myself for four hours. I can't, oh, I can't even handle you for 30 minutes. In oh, whatever. Whatever. So anyways, I think it's time for our next segment. I think it's... Um, but let me polish what? this up. Let me polish Jeez. this up. Let me I'm polish so, I, this up. I, apparently, it's, this is the Rachel show. Go no, ahead. No, this segment said it was for me. Um, no matter what you go through in life, you can rise up from no matter what trash someone has talked about you. No matter if they've gone up in a witness stand and said, she's mean to my children. No matter what someone has said. Hey, girlfriend, you know what? If making your kids read a book was mean, then I'm the meanest bitch in town. Yeah. So I made them read those books hard. Uh, But no matter what someone said about you, 
You can rise up. You can leave behind whatever was yesterday and make tomorrow the most amazing day ever. Don't back down. Don't become something that people say you are if you know you're not. Do not back down. All right. Is that is that it? That's it. Okay. Thank you for sharing. I think I want to play a game. Okay. I have an intro for that. Okay. I have, I have a lot of cool intros. I like playing with these uh, intros. Then just play it and stop All talking right. about it. Okay. Sorry. Gosh. Weird. Okay. So strange. Stop. Welcome to the What's Wrong With Us game show. Play along so you have a chance to win. Prizes include absolutely nothing. Welcome to our game show starring me. Well, because no one else wanted to do it. Well, we also haven't got to our guest yet. That's in further episodes. No, it's because uh, we most recently had the relinquishment signed, what, a week and a half ago? Yeah, about a week and a half ago. So yeah. that's about when we started feeling comfortable recording again. Yeah, we had an outside company get us some guests signed up, and they're yeah. waiting. We yeah. have them. I mean, our stalkers finally are gone, so. Maybe. I always feel like somebody's watching me. I can't do a, I was going to do a beat for you, and I was like, can't really do that type of beat. No. I always feel like somebody's watching me she's crazy crazy but referring to your family not no, your so ex-wife game show this really isn't a game it's more like a i don't know a, it's mad libs so it's not a game no it's mad libs so jared's gonna fill out i'm gonna ask you you're gonna fill it out on the fly we already okay. did a refresher on what adjectives <laughs> plural nouns you know etc yes things that i learned i don't know long time ago so me Miss Pen Pen. This clicky pen. Good. The Mad Libs book. And you. Let's do it. All right. I'm ready. Whenever you're ready. All right. I'm going to sound like a robot. Here we go. Adjective. Uh, oh. Um, mm, stinky. Person in the room. Rachel. Adjective. Funny. Plural noun. Mm-hmm. Turtles. Adjective. Um, slimy. Noun. Italy. I don't know. It looks like a boot kicking a soccer ball. Yeah. Plural noun. Ooh. Chips. Adjective. Yeah. Um, 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 greasy. Because of chips, right? You yeah, can't get yeah, greasy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, plural noun. <laughs> and then they make me fart, so we're going to go farts. No, that's, that's mature. Adjective. And those farts can't be uh, saucy. Oh, gosh. Noun. Yeehaw. Let's go with TXs. Person in the room. Oh, well, we know he's here all the time. Either he's listening or he's here in spirit. Ryan Reynolds. Person in the room. Female. Female. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just saw her on TV tonight. And that uh, that show we watched, uh, let's go with uh, Katy Perry. Occupation. Oh, geez. That was really fast. Um, podiatrist. Number. Wait a minute, do you even know what a podiatrist is? Yeah, uh, so I'm the number six. Isn't that a foot doctor, by the way? Yes, okay. yes. Uh, plural noun. We know a lot of them. Snakes. On a plane! Snake out of Compton. Mm-mm-mm. We will watch that movie. Oh, I don't really want to. <laughs> noun. Cheeseburger? Last noun. 
Oh, another clown. Uh, a noun? That sounds like a clown. A balloon. Sorry. Balloon. Clown. Balloon. Makes sense. All right. Are you ready to hear this? Matt Lips prom review brought to you prom. by Jared. Prom. I didn't go to prom. No one likes me. No one likes me. They just they just didn't like your mom. I'm crying. She scared them away. I'm crying. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Here's a stinky review of the senior prom written by Rachel for our funny high school paper. The prom last night was more than a more fun than a barrel of turtles. Ooh. The slimy design committee decorated the gin in under the Italy theme with shimmery blue streamers and inflated chips everywhere. It looked absolutely greasy. Mm, greasy. When the band, the Dirty Farts, <laughs> took the stage, they played lots of saucy songs, including their hit single, I Wanna Rock with a Texas. During the break in the music, Ryan Reynolds and Katy Perry were elected prom king and podiatrist. Ooh. So, so. Katy Perry's a podiatrist? And an elegant six-course dinner was served. It included a, choloi, a choice of filet mignon, roasted snakes, or poached cheeseburgers. When it was all said and done, it truly was a balloon to remember. Wow. Is that how all proms were? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm... I'm congratulations, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Well-deserved. Katy Perry's a podiatrist Katy now. Perry, I mean, like, go from uh, whipped cream cans... On you know whatever to a podiatrist, a uh, dirty farts, dirty, dirty farts, dirty farts. The band. I, I wonder how they're doing right now. Are they on tour? I don't know. I mean, it's a stinking <laughs> good old tour, huh? Uh, so that was the game show. Yeah, improvised, improvised game show. So kind of yeah. you know, I don't know. Just, just, Hopefully you like. I mean, just, the stinky farts coming to your town near you. And I'm guessing I didn't win anything because that's what the intro says why would you win anything whatever you gave me farts i'm gonna go to a commercial break and we're gonna discuss this while we're on commercial and when we get back i want a prize i want a balloon to remember uh jared and rachel have turned on the fasten seatbelt sign do you know what that means buckle up and prepare for some major turbulence Rachel, before you say anything, let's just jump straight into weird news. Is that okay with you? Great. I, I, here we go. Here we go. What's weirder than a cat wearing a bikini on a rainy day? Well, nothing actually. Oops. Uh, sorry, guys. It's time for weird news. I would love to see a cat wearing a bikini on a rainy day. <laughs> that would be hilarious, actually. Truthfully. Yes. Hilarious. Yeah. So let's do the weird news. Would it be weird news or would it just be, I guess, news in general? This time? So a man in Florida was arrested for stealing 60 rolls of toilet paper. Now, that wouldn't really seem like that big of a deal if um, yeah. we could find toilet paper anywhere. I mean, it, it's a little insane. And I, and I understand some of the issues going on right now, but I don't really understand the having to go to the store and stock up on everything. Um, but then again... We are talking about the COVID-19 virus pandemic. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, uh, the Saints head coach, Sean Payton, tested positive for coronavirus. And now my my, my turn to speak. Uh, I saw a guy get arrested because he went out in town 
when it was like the uh, don't go out. What do they call that? A lockdown or whatever? Quarantine? Yeah, yeah, the quarantine. Uh, and he was dressed up as a T-Rex. I found that to be funny. So, like, who's the member from our district that's going to the Hunger Games? Ooh, that's going to be you. <laughs> We're going to lose. Uh, North Carolina police find 18,000 pounds of toilet paper in a stolen tractor trailer. Man, toilet paper is like the hot, hot commodity. Atlanta's Magic City Strip Club is offering interactive lap dances. So that's like if like FaceTime lap dances or is that what that is? I guess so. Choose your own adventure lap dance? I don't you know. Netflix is doing that now with shows. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, not, yeah. Yeah. I mean. I, I mean, there's a lot going on. Guys, it's just weird. Like our life right now is weird news. It is. It really is. It's um, a lot of things are going on that I can't explain. And you just have to take the, the media's. Word for it. The soap. Do y'all not have soap at home? I mean, are people taking poop poops and then not washing their hands? I mean, that's that's gross. That's, I just like, it's unbelievable. Like, no one used soap before? But it, it, it's like soap is flying off the shelves. And You, you know, know what made me really mad, though? I texted you about it while you were at work. I use uh, the, is it Lysol or Clorox? Clorox. Sanitizing laundry spray. For our infant's bed sheets, when he spits up on them, I yep. like to sanitize them. Yeah, no. I can't and, find it anywhere. And, and, and I've been using that stuff for a year. But the thing is, is that people see, oh my gosh, we're going to run out. Like hand sanitizer, for example. That's always available. But now people stock up on it because it's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. We're gonna, we need to sanitize our hands. But And people are freaking out about it. Hello, rubbing alcohol, essential oils, and aloe vera gel. Yes. but Boom, hand the, sanitizer. Those are all going to be gone, too. Just like toilet paper, groceries. But I've always, so this is the kind of mom I am. I have always had a bottle of pump hand sanitizer in my minivan cup holder. The kids put some on on their, they pump it on their hands as they go and get into their seat. Yeah, it's just, it's a normal routine for our family. We always have hand sanitizer. It's part of like, you know, you have milk, eggs and bread and you have hand sanitizer. We have toilet paper. Remember when we bought our house, I made you put a shelf in to make the utility closet in the laundry room so I could store extra stuff. Two shelves. Two shelves. Two shelves. So I always have soap, bleach, Lysol, Clorox wipes, paper plates, napkins, toilet paper, and paper towels. And I ran out of toilet paper the week that this craziness started. But you bought some, right? Yeah. We we do have toilet paper, right? Yeah, yeah. We have like 12 rolls. That's enough to last over a month. And there's plenty of toilet paper. They showed. I mean, the, how many they, they sheets showed. are y'all using? I, I man, like I, I wonder, like the people that you see on the news with like a cart full of like uh, toilet paper and paper towels, like, oh my gosh, are you just planning on just? Sitting well, here's on the, the part that the upsets me: is people take this stuff and they hoard it. Have you seen the picture of the elderly people just standing there looking at the shelves? Well, and, and it brought me to tears seeing it today. Yeah, it's really sad. It's what about the people that live paycheck to paycheck? That can't stock up, that aren't blessed like some people. Like we have a freezer yep. that I always have full. We always go to Costco three times a year, four times a year, and we we spend a lot of money. Have you ever seen the time machine at Costco? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> President Kumacho. Dwayne Alexander. Oh man, I'm Power Eater. No, it's Mountain Dew. Come on. Oh man, I'm so Hubert. Hubert Mountain Dew. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. No, but some people aren't in that situation and they're not bad people for that. I'm not better than them. You're not better than them. They're not worse than us. We are all human beings in this. And those people 
that can't go to the store and spend hundreds of dollars and live paycheck to paycheck can't go and do that. That's not right. No, and we have older boys here too uh, that will eat those. You know, during the summertime, it's uh, you know they'll have friends over and you frozen. You go through like thirty frozen pizzas, and, and we always have that deep freezer full for. In case, to say, if I get sick or Rachel gets sick or there's something like a quick meal, something happens. So it's kind of like our backup. Like, hey, we have let's pull from that. We have four kids. We have four kids. And they have a lot of lots. friends. Yeah. And they come over. Well, except, and, except for the, the, the baby. He doesn't yeah, have he any, doesn't. But you know, no, even no the toddler has friends. But we make sure that, like, there's an ice cream shelf during the summer. But my point here is some people aren't able to do that. Either they don't have the space. They live in an apartment, which we did. Oh my gosh. We, we did, did that. Yep. We lived in a two bedroom apartment, five of us Oof. to save up to buy our house. And it was hard. And people that are living in that situation, it, like in our old apartment yeah, with a family in California, because that is where we used to live. Quarantine down. Quarantine, not able to go anywhere. I just... Well, they can go to the grocery store. But, but the question is, is now this is where we get to the point. Are they going to start saying, hey, people with the last name from this to that can go to the grocery store this time? Are they going to start controlling it that way? Because that's the Hunger Games. Uh-oh. The Hunger Games. It's who coming. is going from our district? I know. No, but what I'm saying here is people need to use some common sense. Yes. You do not need 30 gallons of milk. Newsflash. <laughs> Karen. Newsflash, Karen. If you run out of milk... Drink something else. My kids, I went and I bought two gallons of milk, which is my standard weekly purchase. People were looking at me and giving me dirty looks. And one person in line, I looked at them and said, hey, I have two two teenage boys. This is my normal weekly trip. Uh-uh. You know, minus the, the adult beverages. I was like, I, I, my grandma <laughs> called when I was in line. I'm like, grandma, we, we, need, we need to have a few drinks in this quarantine. And my poor grandma is stuck in her home in her room. Yeah. They're bringing meals to her. She can't even take her dog out to walk her dog. So, my mom can't even go up and see her. They scan my mom's forehead to make sure she doesn't have a temperature. Then they allow her to give the stuff to the personnel working in there uh, to take to my grandma. Here's the best part that ties it into the whole thing. My mom has to provide my grandma with toilet paper. Her home does not provide the toilet paper. Really? My grandma is that person that uses like 37 sheets every time. She wraps it around her hand like yes. a boxing glove. Yes. Going to war. Yes. But my mom has to provide that to her. So my mom, who's in the demographic of people who are potentially at risk, is going around to all these stores to ensure that my 92-year-old grandmother has what she needs because her home doesn't provide it. And a lot of them don't provide toilet paper because a lot of them use a lot of toilet paper. Yeah. And you know what? It's expensive. You said something about uh, getting their temperature scan on their forehead. A lot of people don't show symptoms with a temperature at all. So your mom could have it and then be passing along. But that's why they have them locked in the room and they're wiping down the stuff and they have gloves on. I mean, I understand why they've locked down the elderly people. But my thing is use some common sense when you're buying things. I agree. I agree. Like yeah. there was plenty of things. There was, um, we have kids with gluten intolerance. Mm -hmm. And so people are taking that stuff off the shelves. That's never been purchased before. And luckily I walked into Aldi because I walked, I went by Walmart. I went by our local grocery store, target, all of those. And I was like, uh, uh, there are lines wrapped around uh, this. This mama's roll into Aldi, rolled into Aldi, four people standing outside. I was like, yeah, I can kick it with these chicks They're They look legit. 
went in whole stack of gluten-free pizzas. I only took half the stack. Half the stack. I have four kids. I know. Two of them are gluten intolerant. I took five pizzas. Hey, but you know what? Because those five pizzas will last us two weeks. No, they will. They will last us two weeks. And I mean, I mean we have enough food to last us, you know, for a couple of weeks, but that's our normal stock. Anyways. Yes. But when you go to the store and you see people. But what, but what about the people that can't? Well, that's where you start looking at, okay, guys, do you really need to hoard up on like 20? I saw somebody with 20 cans of pinto beans. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe they're doing something. But at the same time, it's like, okay, is that your normal? Like if people would go to the store, normally shop. Now, I think what the fear came down to people buying a lot was the quarantine, was not being able to leave their house. It's not- called meal planning. Is it called prepping or is it called hoarding? It's no, it's called meal planning. Sit down before you go to that store, decide what you need to buy and buy it. But that's, but that's, you're, you're speaking from your perspective. You're not, you, you well, can't. people react out of fear. And I have learned in the last 20 months of our life, and we have been granted this unique opportunity. We went through something horrible in an early time in our marriage, young in our 30s, because we're just starting life. I like that young, young word. And, um, We've learned the benefit of patience. Yes. And so instead of rushing, I'm going to patiently write out my list. And I'm going to make sure I get only what I need because there's going to be someone who maybe needs that can of beans a lot more than I do. I used to, before I met you, you know, I'd go shopping with the kids grocery shopping. I would walk around like, this looks good. This looks good. This looks good. And I'd buy, you know, groceries I thought we were going to eat. And I'd throw away like half of the groceries. And it's just because I was a really bad shopper. And now I'll let you meal plan. You write the list out. I'm like, whatever. I micromanage it. Like, I know what I have when I go to the store. It's very rare that I don't. That's why you say, do you want to go to the store with me? Not really. I just needed you to push the basket and help me. It was crazy. But you made me sit in the basket like a kid. I know. I don't get it. No, the crazy thing, the schools. That's some crazy news. Schools. So they said they told us our son needed to do online learning. It's like, whoa. whoa. Um, Have you met our kid? Yeah. He bounces from one wall to the next. He is ADHD. Yeah. Sorry. Diagnosed by a psychologist. Yeah. So, Rachel, if you hit that microphone one more time. I'm struggling. I mean, this is really. It, no. So they asked him to do that. And we we're like, sorry, he doesn't have access to a computer. No. A. Sorry, you guys can't figure it out. But my kid's already like in this state of like, what's going on? Everybody's home. Dad's working from home. Mom's cleaning just a little bit more than normal, which is kind of neurotic right now. I can't go see my friends. We're stuck in the house. Yeah. Oh, here's a laptop. Why don't you do some online learning programs? No. What we de- what we have done is we have set it up to where they have to watch educational things on YouTube that are approved by us. But then after that, it's like, hey, the schools probably just need to extend it a little bit. You know, not. Well, lucky uh, for us. Our kids are extraordinary students. Yes. And we will have to start doing something education. I just, educational, I just handed them their Kindles tonight. I was like, you guys got to read some more besides Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah guys, listen. Uh, but here's your electronics back. They'll make it a couple weeks. They really will. Yeah. I mean, they go three months without school during the summer. I know. Come and on. it's like, instead of pushing kids to have to do all this right now in this state of confusion where they don't know what's going on, they're just children. Take a little bit off their summer. And a lot of these the parents will thank you. Well, the schools think that, you know, that the parents are home and that we Bye, can facilitate Felicia. this. You know what I mean? Well, we can't facilitate it. What if what if the parents can't? 
stay what at if, home. What if the parents aren't home? What if some of these kids, because our kids are at the age where they could stay home by themselves. Yeah. I don't do that because. Well, you're just smart not to. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but some kids are at home by themselves. Mm-hmm. And I figured this interactive learning thing was coming. Our yeah. neighbor's behind us. She's an administrator at a school. She told us it was coming. Yep. And but what about the what about the kids that don't have electronics? Or access to internet. There yeah. are people that don't there are kids that live with grandparents that don't have access to internet. You can't have these expectations of someone to homeschool the child if they're not equipped, if they're not able. And if they don't have the means to do so. So unless you're going to mail all these kids computers and really get them all their information and all the supplies that they need, do not expect me to go buy new school supplies. Do not expect me to go rush out and buy them a computer. I ain't going to the stores right now. It's crazy. A stay-at-home mom trying to be a facilitator for two, uh, one junior high one and one fifth grader ain't going to happen when you have a, I don't know, a seven month old and a three year old running around. No, you can't do that. And you cannot expect uh, the household to properly facilitate. Well, And so here's one of the funniest things. One of the funniest things I've read on Facebook was no one is ever going to ask a stay at home mom again, why she can't get anything done. Yeah, I know you rub that in my face. I appreciate that one very much. Very much, but I never rubbed it in eh, your face. The COVID nineteen is very, very. It's crazy news. It's crazy. It's constant crazy news. Our county has three confirmed cases. Three. One. One was un. One was dismissed. So now it was only two. One of them was working at a facility, went into work. Yeah, and then and was sick. Yeah, and then that facility is still not going to shut down. I don't get it. I, I don't know. We have, I'm not saying places need to shut down, but this is like people need to be able to stay home if they're sick. And some people, the paycheck to paycheck people, are not going to be able to do that. And to expect those people to give up their income, their livelihood, to put the roof over their children's head, their own head, and food on the tables is absolutely insane unless they are going to get some sort of help. You know, for us, we get... What is it? Ten days of free childcare per child each year. Yes, but then the company won't even no. come out right now. Like, go ahead and use we it. We tested it. And we're like, like, sorry, we like, were going to decline the care if we found someone, but we wanted to test it. We asked someone to come watch the seven-month-old. Your company said, "Please use this if you cannot, if your children are out of school and you need to come to work." And I did. I was like, okay, I need him for next week because I had to free you up because you're still doing things as well. And we it, just, Jared, we just tested it. Oh, okay. I, was, I wasn't going to have just, someone come in the house. I know, I know. I'm just, but the, I'm, they said we are not comfortable sending anybody out to care for a seven month old infant at this time. I'm, I'm going to, they said seven month old or even a child in elementary or middle school because they don't want to. So companies have these programs and they say use them, but then you can't use them. And when you don't use them because, you, and then you, you miss work, man. That's when you hope that you have a great PTO policy. And that's when you really hope that you haven't burned your PTO on not places. Not all places have a great PTO policy and people who are working hourly employees paycheck to paycheck do not have those opportunities. Unless you're in the city of Dallas who just passed that law last year where you, every employer is required to give their employees eight paydays off. So the crazy thing for me, we live in Texas. Yes, We've made that known to our listeners. We're from Texas, and uh, Governor Abbott actually said, if you guys, basically, if you guys don't play along, 
I'm going to make you play. You guys need to play nice on the playground or we're going to shut the playground down. And so normally Texas says, hey, I'm going to let the cities handle it. You guys do what you want to do. And our city was like, yeah, so everything's canceled except for church. And I'm like, uh, I ain't going. What, what about the liquor stores? Yeah, it, we have no liquor stores in no, our town. It's, it's a dry county. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it, it's um, it, it's an interesting time. It, it's it, it's and, full well, of crazy news. I sympathize with people that are struggling to get what they need. I I know there are programs. I know a restaurant just said, "Hey, we've worked with one of our suppliers through the restaurant tra- chain. We've got bread. We've got buns. We've got milk. We've got eggs. Come and get it." That sounds like you could put a beat to that. And make a commercial. But <laughs> we got buns. We got eggs. But to sum we'll it up, get you through yeah. this craze. I'm sorry. All, to sum all this <laughs> up, we're going to kind of follow this throughout the, the episodes that we have because we feel like this is going to go on a little bit longer than people expect. Um, but we're going to go to a commercial. You guys are going to hopefully enjoy the commercial and then uh, come back to listen to us say a couple farewell statements, something like that. Is that okay, Rachel? It won't be just a farewell. We talk way longer than that. Get real. Play that commercial. Yes, ma'am. Hey, everyone. This is Jared from What's Wrong With Us, letting you know that we have an awesome sponsor, Butterfly Bonanza. Visit their website at thebutterflybonanza.com. Check out their awesome, awesome webpage. They have a lot of crazy cool services for you to check out. Uh, They're basically like the coolest, coolest landscapers in the area. They'll help you design your own butterfly garden. Awesome. I've seen the pictures. They're awesome. Anyways, once again, visit their website at thebutterflybonanza.com. Thank you very much. You're listening to What's Wrong With Us. I should ask what's wrong with you. Why are you listening to this garbage? Oh, uh, hey, Jared and Rachel. Um, yeah, so back to the show. Someone's got to really tell that guy that we're pretty cool. And that we're not mean. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, we always do self-depreciated humor on this show. Yeah, we do. You know why, right? Why is that? Because I was ugly in junior high. Well. You've seen the pictures, the bangs. You know you know, you know that Muppet? Oh, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Oh, I was I not attractive you. in junior high, so I learned self-depreciated humor, and it got me far. I was one big nerd. And then those braces came off and it was like, it was like, knock, knock, knocking on hands. No, 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 no. Oh, it was no. like that movie uh, with Sandra Bullock, Miss Congeniality, when she gets the makeover. And I just like flipped my hair and I was like, braces off, baby. Oh. Pour some sugar, sugar on whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, I did not do that. <laughs> You're in junior high. You... I was in high school. I was oh, in high school. Still, that's bad. No, 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 no. Awful. No, I did not get wild until no. college. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about some of our rules for this season and moving forward, because we've kind of like, I don't know, held ourselves back for the first season, kind of watched our mouths, had to really be very polite. Because we knew people were listening. They were always listening. So I always feel like somebody's watching no, me. Put listening in there. Try that. Try it. Try. I always feel like someone's listening to me. It's a tragedy. No, it's really not. You guys like it. So our rule number one is we're going to let loose. That's it. I mean, we're not going to be dropping F-bombs all the time. One might slip out, but that brings us to rule number two. We're not going to... We're not editing anymore. We're not not, not editing anymore. We're going to roll. We're going to have fun. And I sometimes say words wrong. And I make fun of her. 
And I'm okay with it. And I start talking and Rachel just stares at me and I'm like, uh, and then self-depreciating Ra- humor. But, I'm fine with it. And Rachel I was to, ugly in junior high. Rachel occasionally likes to peck her microphone and you hear the springs and you hear- my bird beak. Bing, 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 bing. Exactly. So click roll- my pen. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? That happens. And she'll, Hey, I'm like, Rachel, what are you doing? And Jared overall is just annoying and judgmental. She hates, I have a habit because I don't have a runny nose, but it feels like my, there's something in my nose and I go, she hates it. No, I hate it so much. You guys, I look at him dead in the eyes and I say, do you need, do you need a tissue? So much so that our three-year-old goes, tissue. And I apologize for that. When he needs a tissue. Sometimes Rachel also likes to yell into the microphone, forgetting that people might be having, I don't know, a car ride. And this thing's turned up and all of a sudden Rachel's voice goes, or maybe they have their headphones in. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, guys. I got really excited. excited. But thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Thank you for listening to why we've been vacant for so long. The unicorn, not the unicorn, the mermaid. Oh my gosh. They found us. The mermaid is here. So next episode, I'll have some nice long hair. Nice little shell bikini top on. Everything's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Oh, sorry. This is where we would stop and try to record again. But we're not. We're not. Your voice reminds me of that crab guy. Sebastian. Yeah. Hello, Ariel. Thank you guys yes. for listening. Thank you for look for the book. The book. Jared's books. Yeah, yeah. I go on to Amazon and look for it. It's a I'll actually post a link in the uh, episode details for you guys to take a look at it. It's not a book for you to read. It's a journal for you to write down issues that you're having in life and then come up with a plan on how you're gonna fix it because we talk a lot in life about our problems, but we never do anything to fix it. So I have a self-guide for you guys to write down your issues, write down your plan, and then follow up on it. And see, I use the book to write letters to people that upset me, and I get it all out on paper, and then I take that later, that letter, not later, (laughs) and I light it on fire. Burn, baby, burn. Disco Inferno. Burn, baby, burn. Yeah, 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 yeah. So use it as you will to help you. So the name of the journal, it's called Let It All Out Journal by Jared Barrows. Um, go ahead and take a look at it. It's uh, it's on Amazon. It's just a great way to let it all out and tell people how you feel. Solve your problems. Writing things down always feels so much better. I feel so much more forceful. And in control, if I write it down as opposed to typing it on my phone or typing it in my computer, it's something about the handwritten message that is powerful. And when you get done with everything, when you let it all out... Light it on fire! Don't don't, don't do that. It would make a great fire starter, but don't light my, my book on fire. Don't do that. But when it's all said and done, you probably only have one more question to ask. What's, What's wrong, wrong with, with us? us? This is a T-Rex Productions podcast.